Hi, I'm John Farmer and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots on 560 CFOS and anywhere online at summerfolk.org slash Georgian Bay Roots. That's Roots with two O's. I'm here every week to share the music that's made and played in Grey Bruce and to introduce you to folk and roots music from across Canada and around the world as well. This week, we're starting with a handful of spring songs in honor of the unseasonably warm weather over the past few weeks. There's some fun tunes and concert news in the middle, and a feature interview with Winnipeg band Roger Roger in the last third of the show. We're not technically into spring just yet, but some folks argue that March is a transition month and should be considered springtime. I walked outside with bare feet last week, so I'm inclined to agree, even if the snow has flown again since then. The temperature is swinging up and down, and in another few weeks it'll launch us firmly into the positive digits. In honor of that coming transition, this is Joe Grass with his song, Spring Wonder. Thank you. 
That was Montreal guitar virtuoso Joe Grass with Spring Wonder. If only spring would come as quickly as Joe picks those strings, then we could put away these heavy coats. And if wishes were horses. A few years ago, I went to see Canadian folk legend Valdi at a show in Paisley. He was touring with a friend from New Zealand by the name of Graham Wardrop. They had lots of fun on stage, trading sets and jokes with ease like veteran performers do. I'm about to spin one of Graham's songs for you now. Valdi sings harmonies and plays the bass on this one. It's called Signs of Spring. I saw the first blossoms of spring today as I drove into town. I noticed that people were out and about walking their dogs around. I saw a chorus of daffodils dancing a golden song. I felt an awakening, a seasonal change, a promise of things to come. Signs of spring, signs of spring, signs of spring are all around. The thrush sings praise to the morning. Blackbird welcomes the night The moon is full The tidal pool Reflects a lustrous light Scorpio high in the evening sky As Jupiter kisses the moon Evening is longer Sunlight is stronger Never a day too soon Spring signs of spring, signs of spring are all around. Signs of spring, signs of spring, signs of 
That was Signs of Spring by Graham Wardrop. I think that's what Paul McCartney would sound like if he released a folk album. Can you imagine the Beatles using an accordion? Speaking of uncommon instrumentation, you might know Anna Janelle as the charismatic cello player who accompanied James Hill at Summerfolk a few years ago. You might also know her from her own solo career. You can see James and Anna at the Desborough Music Hall in May. It'll definitely be spring by then. This is Anna Janelle with her song, Captive of Spring. That was Captive of Spring by Anna Janelle. Speaking of signs of spring, did you make it to any of the first youth discovery showcases? It's the time of year where young musicians try to play their way to a performance at Summerfolk. 
We're two-thirds of the way through the preliminaries now, but you can catch the Kitchener tryout on March 19th at the Boathouse, and you can see the finale on March 26th in Owen Sound. It's free, so come see the up-and-comers destined for Summerfolk 42. You can visit summerfolk.org for more details. Amy Carson Hunter was one of those performers a few years ago. Here she is with Cold Day for Spring.
That was Cold Day for Spring by Amy Carson Hunter. Have you seen the geese flocking back? That's another sign of spring, even if you can't always hear them over the flurries that blow back in. We're just about at the end of the spring section of the show, almost done with the fresh, new-growth, mud-covered songs that herald cleaning time and the chance to open your windows. Can you tell I'm ready for spring? I hope you're ready too, because this is Joy Kills Sorrow with their song, Spring. That was Spring by Joy Kills Sorrow. 
Time now for a quick break for the weather on Georgian Bay Roots. Cross your fingers that the temperature is rising. Hi, this is Old Man Ludica, and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. I was driving to Hanover from Owen Sound last week and passed a line of trees tapped for their sap. Spring comes with a few sweeter parts, and maple syrup is one of them. Glenna Garamon is a songwriter and multi-instrumentalist who backs up the likes of Shane Koizen. This is one of Glenna's solo songs, Maple Syrup. So yeah. 
That was Maple Syrup by Glenna Garamone, musical dessert after our spring theme. From a sweet ending to a sweet beginning now, bands can form in different ways. Sometimes it's all business with ads for players and contracts to fill. Other times it's organic. Folks start playing together and decide they don't want to stop. Red Molly is one of the latter cases. A campfire song session at the Falcon Ridge Folk Festival planted the seed of this musical collaboration. Here's Red Molly with The Last Call. It's the last call for the broken hearted. It's the last call for to save your soul. It won't take you no money. It won't take no Jesus. A little faith and love and you'll be
the last call by Red Molly to lend some harmony to your day. That's the kind of song that gets my head bobbing and hands tapping as I drive. Does that happen to you? Maybe I'm the only one. Georgian Bay Roots is here to share the music that moves you and to move local music. So if you're a musician with songs to share, send us an email to georgianbayroots at summerfolk.org. Attach a few of your songs and we'll spin one here. We're happy to share concert news too, so tell us when you're playing. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud as well. On Friday, I had the pleasure of seeing Marshall Veroni play at the Bleeding Carrot in Owen Sound. Marshall had a big year in 2016, playing Summer Folk and opening for April Wine and Blue Rodeo. He's locally born and bred, so his musical roots dip into our very own sound. This is his latest single, I Used to Walk. Spend an hour a night 
I Used to Walk by Marshall Veroni. Marshall comes by his music honestly. His dad is a fantastic piano player and singer as well. Music tends to run in families, and that's certainly true of the Allen family from just outside of London. They formed the Allen family reunion in the 1980s and recently reunited with a few of the original members bringing their kids on board. You might know John Allen from his work with Prairie Oyster. Here's the most recent incarnation of the Allen family reunion with sleepy-eyed John and Tom and Jerry. Sleepy and John had a wooden leg. The leg was nothing 
was Sleepy Eye John and Tom and Jerry, performed by the Allen Family Reunion. Gotta love bands with auto harps. Time for a break for the weather now, but stay tuned. We'll be back with more great music and a feature interview with Roger Roger. Hi, my name's Lucas Roger. And I'm Madeline Roger. Together we are Roger Roger. Roger, And you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. Speaking of musical families, Lucas and Madeline Roger are twins from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Among other musical projects, they play together as the duo Roger Roger. They've been touring from one end of Canada to the other over the last few years. Both siblings bring songs to the band and take turns on lead vocals. Guess which one is at the mic for this one? This is Another Girl's Shoes by Roger Roger. Some images Every time that 
That was Another Girl's Shoes by Roger Roger. One of their 2016 tour stops was right here at Summerfolk. I sat down with them for an interview, and this is part of our conversation. I'm sitting here at a picnic table at Summerfolk with Lucas and Madeline Roger of Roger Roger. Welcome to Owen Sound. Hi, thank, thank you. you. And you folks grew up in Winnipeg, which is a particular hotbed of Canadian music and Canadian folk music. Oh yeah. Do you, do you take that for granted? Do you ever go other places and realize that not everyone grew up with so many folks either uh, going through their home playing music <laughs> or playing bars and clubs and rooms all around town? I think we take rent for granted because living, yeah. living there is cheap <laughs> and that's why there's yeah. so many musicians there. But I think you've touched on something. We probably didn't realize until later on, more recently in life, I suppose, that that it is unusual to have that many people who are songwriters and musicians and producers and, and so heavily in our life. Like, we grew up, our dad's a recording engineer, and for there was about six years where there was a recording studio directly in our house, and we were just talking about it with somebody else. Like, we used to be annoyed by the fact that we had to sneak up and down the stairs because somebody was recording. They were recording whatever mandolin in the in the hallway and then and and uh, banjo in the kitchen and guitar in the dining room and we'd have to sort of sneak around the house or or go make ourselves a cup of tea in between takes. And at the time, we we did love it. It's of course it was awesome and neat, but sometimes, you know, you have to study for exams in high school yeah, and it's university. It's your home, right? <laughs> it's your home, yeah. But we we definitely took some of that for granted and probably didn't realize how much of an influence it had on us. How did that influence you? What have you taken away from that or l absorbed? I think it's hard to step outside of your own experience and view it objectively, but I would imagine that we spent a lot of time in our lives talking really around the family dinner table about album production and about like, you know, <laughs> Snare sound. Snare sound <laughs> yeah, like... and, and word choice and how, how to take an idea or a phrase in a song and, and try to say something indirectly so that it can be so that it can be grasped by more people. Like I find that something that, that, that really it's a hard it's a tricky thing with songwriting because you want to write about your own experience, but you also want to make it universal. And I think that we did spend quite a bit of time talking about that sort of things like talking about syllables and word choices and how to take you want to say the same thing but you want to say it with half as many syllables so that you can have more of a chance for these vowel sounds for singing to come through and yeah that so was... do you critique each other's songwriting process then do you did you i've seen from your album that you bro both brought tracks to it mm -hmm. yeah uh, did they come fully formed or was it hey this is what i've got and then like good siblings you pick each other apart there's a healthy amount of both. Yeah, there's a bit of both. <laughs> I, we both write a lot of songs, and some of our songs... We're, I think we're both very aware of when there are songs that we've written that work for this project, for us. And we both, like, I'm, I'm, I love to turn up a guitar amp really loud and thrash away on some rock and roll songs. So I have a lot of songs like that, too. And we're both aware... I often all write them all on acoustic, but we're often aware of which songs fit with what we're doing. And we, we're generally pretty... Uh, impressed and accepted of what the other person has d already done and there's very little changing that goes on. Who would you cite as big influences for this project? Let's start with a bunch of Canadian artists because I think 
we grew up listening to like Kathleen Edwards first off was huge for us mm-hmm. we have listened to a lot of Kathleen Edwards around the house uh, Sarah Harmer like just brilliant songwriting and with a really good concise production on the albums yeah. where everything is just there to support the song and there's not there's nothing there's space there, yeah there's space and the things that are added don't detract because that's very possible to do you can add so much arrangement and other instrumentation that it detracts from the song so we wanted to be careful about that yeah ron sexsmith that was a big joel plaskett we got really into around the time of the album probably so those are all canadian people we grew up listening to also a lot of like uh kara luft uh nikki maida ruth moody like whalen jenny's they were all we saw them all. Actually, James Keelahan, who's James the artistic Keelahan, director yeah. of this festival. We listened to a lot of him growing up. Yeah. People that were um, word-oriented, like they were songwriters first and foremost. And whether they're like virtuosic musicians or not is up to them, I guess. But we re- always really enjoyed um, albums that were focused on what the person had to say. And often, I think we found that the ones we liked the most kind of... Um, didn't take away from that concept just kind of allowed this you know enforced the story but didn't uh didn't taint it at all that was just part of my interview with roger roger at Summerfolk. if you want to hear the full thing and find out what they think about rocks hills and peach pie head to summerfolk.org slash georgian bay roots or subscribe to the podcast on itunes and soundcloud while we were talking lucas said that he leans towards rock and roll You'll hear some of that influence in this next tune. Here again are Roger Roger, and this is Dead Horse Creek. If you cross Dead Horse Creek, you may never want to come back. You should stay. Crashing his beater car 
Hell, if I can leave, somehow change one day, come back, feel the same. That was Dead Horse Creek by Roger Roger, one of my favorite musical finds from Summerfolk 41. If you like the music that you hear on this show, then you'll like the musical mix at Summerfolk 42, running August 18th, 19th, and 20th at Kelso Beach Park in Owen Sound. You can pick up weekend passes for the festival at the early bird price until the end of March. Visit summerfolk.org for more information or give the Summerfolk office a call at 519 371 2995. Roger Roger gave a shout out to Kara Luft as a musical influence, and I just happened to have a Kara Luft album on hand. Here's the inspirational Kara Luft with her song, There's a Train. Try. 
That was Kara Luft, letting you know that there's a train. That song definitely makes it easy to see how she could influence both of the Roger twins. That song also brings us to the end of the line for another episode of Georgian Bay Roots. Special thanks this week to the Ontario Trillium Foundation and Summerfolk for putting us on the air. You can find the full track listings and feature interviews at summerfolk.org slash Roots. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter to get the latest news and see the odd video of artists from this week's show. Maz will play us out with equal parts fiddle and synth. Until next week, I'm John Farmer, and I'll see you folks around. <laughs>